The Rookie Leaders Podcast, Episode 51, The Marine Corps Leadership Trait of Initiative. To the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. Now, here's your host. Hello there, my friends. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And having said that, my only housekeeping item to cover for you today in in this podcast episode is an apology. I tell you guys all the time that I do not take for granted the fact that you listen in to this podcast. You're choosing to devote this amount of time, whatever time you have, to listening to this podcast. I know that you could be doing so many other things. And I tell you constantly that I don't take that for granted. And I tell you, thank you constantly. But also, I need to apologize in this first first episode back, if you will. I've had to take, uh, gosh, roughly a month off, I guess, in publishing podcast episodes. I've just been really busy with new clients and workshops and coaching and things like that. And I've just had to take some time to devote to, to those activities as opposed to the podcast, but I want you to know that it's not because I don't appreciate you or that that I don't feel like it's important to deliver content to you. I, I certainly do. I want to serve you in any way that I can by delivering leadership, teamwork, building uh, concepts and, and content to you as much as I possibly can. I want to serve you in that way. And so I don't want you to feel like my absence is in some way taking you for granted or not appreciating the fact that you are listening into the podcast. That is, there nothing can be further from the truth than that. It's really just a matter of me and just getting overwhelmed with lots of activities, needed activities, and something had to give. And the podcast recordings were those things that, that had to go, had to give for a little bit of time. I, I feel like I've gotten some things managed now, and I can get back to being consistent with podcast content. So I'm going to, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to maintain that as much as I possibly can. Because again, I want to serve you all. I want to be consistent with giving you all content that you that you need that you deserve. And that again, I so greatly appreciate you spending time to listen to. So with that said, that's my only housekeeping item. Just again, know that I appreciate you. And I apologize for the absence and not being here with you. Now, what I want to do here in this episode number 51, I want to continue through the 14 Marine Corps leadership traits. And today we're going to talk about the leadership trait of initiative. Now, if this is your first episode, if this is your first time listening to the Rookie Leaders podcast, you may want to go back. You can go back to episode number 46, where I do a quick overview of all of the 14 leadership traits there. And then in subsequent episodes, We've gone through, or we're going through the 14 leadership traits. We've had a, a few interview type podcasts mixed in there. So we'll continue to do that, but eventually we'll get through all 14 of these leadership traits. But you can go back to episode number 46. You can find the show notes for episode 46 at credibleleaders.com forward slash 046, as in episode 46. And here for this one, for this particular episode 51, you can find those at credibleleadership.com forward slash zero five one 
as in episode 51. So now let's jump into the Marine Corps leadership trait of initiative. Within the 14 leadership traits, there is an acronym that is well known in the Marine Corps. It's called JJ Did Tie Buckle. We've gone through JJ and we've gone through the first D, which was dependability. And now we're in the I, the first I. I always get these the, the two I's mixed up, initiative and integrity. But we're going to cover initiative first in the very first I of the acronym JJ Did Tie Buckle. So initiative. So what is initiative? So the dictionary simply describes initiative as the ability to assess and initiate things independently. But let's look quickly at the Marine Corps Leadership Manual and, and what does it say about the idea of initiative or the trait of initiative. The definition in the Marine Corps Manual is very similar to the dictionary, but it simply says this, taking action in the absence of orders. So the dictionary talks about taking action independently, if you will, assessing and initiating things independently. And then the Marine Corps manual talks about in the absence of orders. And that's just really the context in which you're taking an initiative. Inside the military, oftentimes you will take initiative or you will take action based on orders that you're given. You, you somewhat see that in the corporate world as well. And you take action based on what you're your boss tells you to do or ask you to do and so forth. But there is this such thing in the military and in the corporate world, there is this such thing as an absence of orders, right? You see something that needs to be done, but no one has specifically told you to do that. There's no orders that have been issued to tell you to do that thing. Or in the corporate world, your boss hasn't specifically told you to do something, but you just recognize that there is something that needs to be done. So it's taking that action in the absence of, the, of those orders or taking that action in the absence of your boss telling you to do something. The Marine Corps manual goes on to talk about the significance of this leadership trait of initiative. And it says this, since an NCO or non-commissioned officer, that's an enlisted person that's reached a rank of E4 and beyond. So since an NCO often works without close supervision, emphasis is placed on being a self-starter Initiative is a founding principle of Marine Corps warfighting philosophy. And so the significance here of initiative is the fact that as a leader, there are certainly going to be times that you're unsupervised. You have a boss for sure, but there's going to be times where you are leading your team or you are uh, doing things on your own that are unsupervised, right? And so if you think about it from the standpoint of the military, especially because it talks about here, the initiative is a founding principle in the Marine Corps war fighting philosophy. Think of it this way, think of a battlefield. So in a battlefield, you're going to have some type of headquarters, some kind of command post. And, and this is where your, your generals and so forth are gonna be. And, and they're really concerned about the entire battlefield. And then you're going to have somewhere you're going to have near the front lines and you're going to have maybe your captains. Certainly you're going to have your lieutenants. And then of course, you're going to have your NCOs there on the front lines. Right? So there are areas. So for instance, those captains and those lieutenants who are on the front line, they've been given directions. They've been given commands from those generals that are at headquarters, but they're not being supervised right there on the front lines. Those generals are not there supervising them. And there are things that those captains and those lieutenants will see on the front lines that those generals back in the rear, back in the headquarters, 
they don't see those things. They don't know those things. They don't understand the the full situation that's on the ground on the front lines, but those captains and those lieutenants do. And those captains and lieutenants on the front line, when they see and understand the details of the situation and understand and see things that have to be done, actions that need to be taken, then without supervision, without having to call back to headquarters, explain the situation and ask for orders or ask for a some type of command, then they take the initiative to make the decision and take the action. It's it, initiative is in, is super important in this idea of decentralized command. And decentralized command is something that has to be built and created within a team by the leader himself. So you've got to build this culture of decentralized command such that your team members can also take initiative. But I would say this to you, the, the significance of initiative is certainly important to decentralized command, to being able to make your own decisions and take action on those decisions. But I would also submit to you that initiative is one of the first and maybe most difficult struggles that new leaders face. Young leaders face the challenge of taking initiative. And I believe it's for a few different reasons. Sometimes they don't even recognize the need or the importance to take initiative. Because up until they're young leaders, they're new leaders. Up until this point, they've just been following orders. They've just been doing what they've told to be to do. But now that they're a leader, they find themselves in these situations that are unsupervised and they, and they find themselves seeing things that they know need to be a decision needs to be made or action needs to be taken. But this is the first time they find themselves in that situation. And so they don't necessarily even recognize the significance and importance of taking initiative. A second thing that I think is struggling here for it's a big challenge for new leaders is this idea of not knowing how far they can go. How big a decision can I make in this unsupervised situation? How big a decision can I make or how big an action can I take without telling my boss first or asking my boss first? And so there is this fear of not knowing how big an action or a decision that you as a leader can take, how much initiative are you allowed to take? So it, there is a fear there. And then third, I think for new leaders and, and young leaders in this area of taking initiative is simply this fear of failures. And, and we all have this fear of failure, but you have to recognize that when you are receiving an order and as a leader, you just go and, and enact that order, you just execute upon that order and you lead your team in execution of that order then there's very little fear of failure there because if this order was a bad idea or it was an, a, a bad order or for whatever unforeseen reason, there's no real success in executing this order. Well, then the failure in essence is on your boss or on your leader. But the moment you take initiative and you make the decision or you take the action or you lead your team in taking the action that you've decided upon, if that doesn't work out well, now it's on you. It's you, you feel more at fault now because this was your initiative that you were taking. This is your decision or your action that you're taking. And so there is this great sense of fear of failure when a young leader, a new leader is 
is taking initiative. But you have to recognize and you have to outweigh this fear with the importance, the significance of, of taking initiative. The Marine Corps Leadership Manual, as always, with all of these 14 leadership traits, it always gives an example, just a quick example scenario as it relates to explaining what this leadership trait is. And this is the example that is in the Marine Corps Manual regarding initiative. Here's the example. In the unexplained absence of the platoon sergeant, an NCO takes charge of the platoon and carry out, carries out the training schedule. Now, think about this again from a standpoint of the battlefield, and you're in a, a, a battle, you're in a gunfight of some sort, you're in a, a waging war against the enemy on the front lines of battle, you recognize that at times those leaders are, maybe they've been shot, maybe they've been killed, they, they're absent for unex, some unexplained reason. Well, in the absence of that leader, it is crucial on the battlefield that someone takes charge. It is crucial on the battlefield that someone takes the initiative to make the necessary decisions. Someone must take the initiative to, to give the orders, give the commands for taking the necessary action. That is crucial that someone takes that initiative in that battle. If not, the entire team is going to be destroyed. The entire team is going to be defeated when that's the case. And it's much less dramatic, obviously, but in the corporate world, that same type of scenario can play out. So maybe the boss is on vacation for a week. Well, progress can't just stop for a week while the boss is on vacation. Someone has to take the initiative. Someone has to make the necessary decision. Someone has to define the necessary actions that need to be taken and take the initiative to lead through those actions. And that's what's important for a leader to do. When the boss has an unexplained absence or even it is an explained absence. So he's on vacation and you know that. But you want to take the initiative to ensure that progress still happens. Or maybe it is an unexplained absence then a, a leader is going to take the initiative to, to take charge there and so forth. That in, in the corporate world, how many times have you gathered in a meeting in the corporate world and the leader or the facilitator of that meeting or the person that called that meeting, they haven't shown up. Five minutes maybe goes by and that person hasn't shown up. A, a good leader is going to step in and say, I understand that the purpose of this meeting is that we cover this and we make a decision on this. So why don't we go ahead and start talking about the details of this situation so that we can make a good decision. That's taking the initiative to then lead that meeting in the unexplained absence of the boss or the leader or the person that, that called that meeting. So it happens to us in the corporate world, as well as obviously in the military world and on the battlefield and so forth. So what I would submit to you is that Taking the initiative of the 14 leadership traits, I believe taking initiative differentiates you as a great leader, probably more than any of the leadership traits that we'll talk about. One, that's because I believe it's just oftentimes overlooked. It's oftentimes not utilized very well. And for, for the reasons that I characterized earlier about fear and not understanding the boundaries or recognizing the importance, but I would submit to you that those leaders that really excel 
and grow their own career, grow, grow their effectiveness as a leader, or grow the effectiveness of their team and so forth, those leaders that do that more rapidly than others, I believe initiative is the one main trait that they're really good at taking initiative. So I would certainly encourage you to take initiative. And so what I want to do in the closing parts of this podcast episode is I want to give you three key steps to building the leadership trait of initiative into you, into your life, and into your leadership uh, uh, capabilities. Because I want you to institute initiative in your leadership because that's what will differentiate you as a great leader. So let's go through these. Let's quickly go through three key steps to building the leadership trait of initiative into your leadership. Number one, step number one is I believe you have to ask for defined boundaries from your boss, from your leader. Okay. So if you're going to take initiative, one of the first things that you need to understand is what are the boundaries within you need to maintain your initiative, okay? Now, what this looks like oftentimes is, and frankly, if you just go to your boss and you first say, hey, I want to be a person that takes initiative, so I want to understand what boundaries I need to stay within. Well, your boss is probably initially going to struggle with that unless they dealt with the definition of initiative and boundaries with other subordinates, they're probably first going to struggle with that question. So it's important that you not just ask the question, hey, boss, give me, tell me what are my boundaries? You've got to, you've got to work with your boss. You've got to work with them and, and cooperate with them in building and defining those boundaries. So it could be a simple boundary as it relates to money, how much money you're authorized to spend. And a lot of times corporations will do this with approval matrix and things like that. And in certain amounts of money, you're allowed to approve. And if it's beyond that amount of money, then the person above you or your boss has to approve that spend. So it can be something as simple as that or as straightforward as the amount of money. So your boss may say to you, okay, look, any kind of expense less than $1,000, you just take the initiative. I don't even need to know about it you just go and do it. And then he may say, your boss may say, any kind of initiative you're taking that's between a thousand and five thousand dollars, at least let me know about it. Now tell me about it so that that I will at least be aware. And then he may say, for any kind of expense over five thousand dollars, you need to get my approval for before you go and spend that. So what you're doing is you're talking with your boss and you're defining what are the boundaries within you can take initiative. Okay. So if you notice that there's a situation that requires more than $5,000 spend, then you know you got to go and talk to your boss. If it's a if it's a situation where it's less than $1,000, you can just immediately go and, and take that initiative, okay? So you want to first have some conversations, have some discussions with your boss so that you clearly understand the boundaries. And, and again, it could be finance-based, it could be uh, scope of a project, it could be uh, schedule-based, uh, whatever, right? You want to define what those boundaries are, and you're only going to be able to do that through having a good conversation, pro several good conversations with your boss to understand those boundaries. So that's step number one to building initiative in your leadership capabilities. Step number two here is take small actions to overcome fear. Now, I mentioned earlier that I, I believe that a lot of young and new leaders, 
they struggle with taking initiative because now the source of blame, if you will, or the source of fault is transitioning to you as the leader when you're the one making the decision, taking the action or creating the initiative, you start to have this fear that what if I make a bad decision or what if I lead my team into the wrong action or take the wrong steps, then there is this, there's this fear of making those decisions. But again, I'll, I'll go back to the importance, right? Th again, think about that battlefield situation. The leader is suddenly absent. If you don't take on initiative, if you don't take the initiative to, to assess the situation and give orders, give commands and lead the team, then you're all going to be destroyed. Okay. So recognize the significance of that. You have the fear that you are going to make a wrong decision or lead the team in the wrong steps. The only way to overcome that fear is to take action. I don't remember where I first heard this quote, but I don't remember. I can't attribute it to the right person, obviously, but the, the quote goes something like this. Action is the only antidote to fear. And what that means is if you fear something, that fear is not just going to naturally go away because you think about it or whatever. That fear is only going to go away when you take action against that fear and recognize oh, nothing went bad or recognize, well, that seems to be the wrong way to go. Let's try something else. Action is going to be the only thing that overcomes this fear. And so if, if you have this fear of making a wrong decision or you have this fear of leading your team in the wrong steps, right? If you fear that you taking initiative is somehow going to place fault and blame on you, you'll never get over that fear until you take action to take initiative and take those steps or make that decision, okay? Now, I say here, take small actions. You, you want to do this in a way that's small and incremental actions towards a bigger goal because one, smaller steps, smaller actions are easier to take. You're doing, you're taking these steps in fear. And so a smaller step of action is certainly easier to take, especially when you're fearful than some big and grand action. So you just want to take some, the, the small steps that is necessary to start to overcome the fear, but also taking those small steps helps you to move on to Step number three, key number three to building initiative in your leadership, and that is to course correct when that is necessary. So if you're taking small action and you notice that it's not giving you the result that you need, now you can course correct. You can take a, you can make a, a smaller or, or an adjustment, a, another small step, but maybe in a slightly different direction of some sort. You're going to, you're going to course correct. And that way you eventually are going to get there. I, I remember hearing this from, from a pilot and in, especially in commercial uh, airlines today, most of the airplanes are, are on autopilot for the vast majority of the flight. And I remember a pilot telling me that while you have a final destination, along the way you have these waypoints and so your plane is set up in autopilot to, to travel to those waypoints. But because of the various wind directions and speeds and things like that, then when you get to your first waypoint, you may be slightly off. You may not be exactly on that waypoint. But then what autopilot does is it, it course corrects 
to then make it to the second waypoint and get as close as possible to the second waypoint. And then you go on to the third and the fourth and, and subsequently you end up and land at the airport that you had originally planned to land. But the idea is that airplane doesn't stay exactly on course all the way to its destination. And your initiative is going to be much the same way. You're going to take some small action and it may be the exact right actions to take. Great. Then take the next small step of action or make the next small decision. And it may turn out to uh, not be uh, the right decision, or it may turn out to be action or a step that is any less effective than it could be. Then you're going to make the slight course corrections in taking the next action. And then over time, these course corrections will then lead you to the result that you're looking for. And so those are the, the three steps, the three key steps to taking initiative in your leadership. Understand what your boundaries are. Have a discussion with your boss so that you know what your boundaries are. Take the small actions that are necessary to overcome the fear, whatever fear you have about well, what if I make a bad decision or what if I lead the team in the wrong steps? Then overcome that fear with taking as small as a step as possible. Take the smallest action as possible or make the smallest decision that is possible. And then third, course correct. Be evaluating what was the effectiveness of that decision or those actions that we took. Evaluate the effectiveness of that so that you can then course correct because a plane on autopilot you're going to course correct to the next waypoint or the next milestone. And then over time, you're going to really hone in on what are the results you're looking for with these course corrections. Ask for your defined boundaries, take the small steps to overcome your fear, and then always be evaluating and course correcting as needed. And that will help you to establish, establish the leadership trait of initiative into your leadership capabilities. So I hope that's helped you. We've gone through uh, JJ and then the D and I of the word did. So we'll move on to decisiveness, the second D. We'll move on to that in next week's podcast episode. But for today, I hope that this lesson on initiative has helped you to be a more effective leader. Because again, I'll say this, you taking initiative will differentiate you as a great leader more than I believe any of these other traits just because it's so often overlooked and it is so often so important to effective leadership, to effective teamwork and the success of your team. So be sure you're taking initiative. I hope today's podcast has helped you do that. Until I speak with you again next week about decisiveness, be blessed and lead well. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcasts and episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.